1: All right friends, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Obviously, uh keeping an eye on uh, the hurricane. No pun intended. And uh for for this for this particular uh, program, I'll tell you that the uh um the fact that I just got back from Florida means that I'm paying extra attention to Hurricane Ian because these are the uh, the many of the scenes and sights and the feel of uh, the sunshine state that many of us uh, who were down there over the weekend uh, experienced. And look, it, it was all Buffalo in Fort Lauderdale. It was just all Buffalo people all over the place in, in Fort Lauderdale. It, it was like basically uh, a living room of Buffalo. So I'll get to the exact topics we're doing as we move along, but had some people on hold. and I don't want to keep yeah, my on holding on day longer than I have to. John on a cell phone. John.
2: Yeah, I'm right here, man. I got a great story for you about hurricanes. And actually, as i was sitting here on hold, i was thinking a great uh, analogy actually with Buffalo Bills. Anyway, here you. I know you. I'll get right into what my story is. Uh, 20 years ago, I lived in Westlake Village, California, and I visited my family, my mother, in her townhouse in Port St. Lucie, where they got hit with back-to-back Gene and Francis the same year. And that hurricane went right over first one. Francis, we're right over Port St. Lucie. And I could talk about that because I was there. And then just less than three weeks later, boom, Gene came over and talk about getting hit, talking about losing four Super Bowls. Now I have an idea of what it's like. So I'm up here in Buffalo now. (laughs) And I have to call in and just share with you. I I lived uh, Gene and Francis and uh, I've been here in Buffalo now five years. Uh, nice to hear you talk about those. Uh, I was just thinking about you prior to going on that break about um,
1: the uh, jellyfish. Well, what about those no there's something to talk about did you experience that when you're down there in Florida Tom you mean the uh, the things that bite you and you don't know where they are you can't see them <laughs> yeah like you' don't know where you can't see them but they bite
2: you like ants
1: but you, yeah you know, dude i uh, I just I say oh there must be sand fleas I have no idea what they are <laughs> but uh yeah no see absolutely that's the Latin word but uh let's just okay, the reason you're bringing up hurricanes is because um it, again i'm I'm really sensitive to uh, being stranded somewhere like an airport or a city where I don't want to be, I like to be home. Uh, there, are, you know, just some things that I don't like to be uh, um, away from. So we got on the plane Monday instead of today. Even though the people with whom we were supposed to fly, they made it home safely this morning. But the yeah. the the hurricane. Uh, what I said earlier was. I don't wish destruction on anybody, and certainly not death or injury on anybody. But I would like to experience a hurricane. You have what? First of all, yeah. how how bad were the two hurricanes you mentioned twenty years ago?
2: Uh, it, there's not much difference between it was it was came in at as a four, and then a teeter to a three right at the coast. But these guys, uh, according to the news, I guess they're getting blasted with a four. And and there's not much difference, but when you're outside, you know, I you know I, you you, you, do, you do check it out as a guy. You got well, let's see what it's like. And there's debris flying everywhere, and it's very unsafe for starters. And the closer you are, you have that storm surge uh, to the water. There's a couple things I'd like to say about preparation, though. Um, of course, the lines. Uh, the first day of the pandemic, when everything was shut down, the stores were missing all that water and the toilet paper. Yep. It's like that for at least a week, the week of the hurricane. And it, the buzz, just like it would be a football Sunday, the buzz going up to the game that whole week, it's the same way with hurricane, hurricane, hurricane. And uh, I, I i forgot your question, man. I'm sorry about that. I can, but.
1: Um, no, it was a gen- it was a general question about what it's like to go through a hurricane. You're doing a great job describing it, and I'm glad okay. you brought up I'm glad you brought up the debris because yeah. you, you talk about broken glass and pieces of tree and metal being okay. hurled through the air at 100 miles an hour. It's really easy to understand. You could get a fatal laceration or get something oh. you know through your freaking head.
2: Totally. Totally. Now, people are going, uh, they're driving out in the storms and they're th- they're seeing the low, uh, low water. Well, they don't know how deep it is. Well, if there's water, don't drive through it. Just period for that. Tom, you, you, I don't know if you know this, but in in the wintertime in Florida, they come through and they cut the palm fronts, They trim them really, really, really high uh, or trim them like trim them out. I guess you could call it. They take down the palm fronts because they just trim them every year uh, throughout the state of Florida. And I suggest if you know a hurricane's coming your way and you, get, and you have the access and ability to, to cut down your own palm fronts, trim that palm tree immediately because it's the wind that topples the, the palm trees. But plus, of course, with the, the ground getting saturated with all that water. So the longer a hurricane sits out there and the, the more drenched you get, packed with those winds, that's when you lose the trees. The tree stop will overhit in the power lines. Now when you see the big uh, the big crashes and the big explosions Those are the transformers
1: exploding. Well, we can relate to that, John. We can relate to that, and you're doing a great job, brother. But back in October of 2006, we had the October surprise storm, and what happened was the leaves had not fallen off the trees. We had a snowfall, which was more than they thought it was going to be. It was a wet, sticky snow, and what happened was it stuck on the boughs, branches, leaves of the trees, and trees toppled over onto wires, and I remember, and I'm sure many people listening who were alive and sentient beings in October 2006, being outside and looking all over the place, and it was like seeing a storm in the distance with lightning flashes, and sometimes you'd hear a big boom go off. So many of us in western New York can relate to what you're describing uh, happens during a hurricane as the palms uh, topple down onto wires.
2: The explosion here, those round little buckets hanging next to the te- on the telephone poles, those are the transformers. And when they go, they, they, you see them. I, I witnessed this. You, you, you look out your window. Um, see, we had the hurricane shutters that are clear. We have the hurricane shutters that are folding. And we also had the hurricane shutters that you put up. And, well, when, it, when the, the telephone poles, those round things that look like small, round trash cans that hang up there, yeah. when they go, it's a blasting orange and a blasting greenish-blue. Uh, that, that, that's, that's a takeaway right there. But, um, I mean, that's, 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 you keep that in your mind forever when you see an explosion like that. And it happens all the time, all the time. So in Port St. Lucie, I live right next to the hospital. So I was on the hospital grid right next to Port St. Lucie hospital. But some of the people were without power for three and a half weeks. And the first hurricane, boom. And with uh, Francis, they were out without power. And then, boom, another hurricane right over us. And and then the cleanup, the piles and piles and piles, 20, 20 feet at least, when they come through to clean up. Uh, you know, they, they pile up, the, the city comes, and they're just piling up stuff alongside the roads. on US-1. I'm talking in St. Lucie County now on the uh, Atlantic coast, one hour north of P- uh, Palm Beach. So uh, if you yeah. don't mind me asking, where were, you, uh, where were you in Florida, if you can talk about that. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Fort
1: Lauderdale, right, uh, you know, the Ibiza Cafe. Uh, No, it opened up after you moved out. Uh, Basically, uh, not not that far from Sunrise Boulevard, a little bit to the uh, south of Sunrise Boulevard, maybe a mile or two. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah,
2: wow. Um, let me see. I, I'm just trying to think what, what I can share with your listeners right now about hurricanes. Well, I
1: mean, what, uh, here's here's what I'm curious about, because uh, earlier today, uh, Tim Wenger was talking to somebody who has one of those mansions in uh, on Marco Island and right. talking about, by now, the water in my house is probably up to the knees because uh, this person yeah. is in, in Buffalo. And I'm thinking to myself, um, okay, first of all, how important is it to get everything dry quickly? Number two, can you even find anybody anymore who wants the work? What is the cleanup like as far as trying to bring experts in to do this stuff?
2: Wow. Mold is gold. That's what they say down there in Florida. And because of the, the hot weather. So, mold dry, uh, you have wet drywall uh, two or three, four feet high in your house. Uh, within just days, it's, it's done and uh, you have to have all the insulation and drywall removed. Uh, you know what? And I don't want to talk about analogies, but it reminds me of up here in Buffalo when you got the flooding going on and people uh, with the sewer pump, uh, uh, what the cesspump, the cesspump the pump, what do you call it, the cess pump? The cess pump in for the basement? Sump pump. Yeah, sump pumps. You know, it, it's like the aggravation of having your your stuff in your basement flooded, you know, and, and you're losing everything in your basement. And maybe a little of an analogy right there, but... Well,
1: I can't... Okay, uh, but in Florida, you don't have a basement in in most cases. <laughs> I didn't when I lived there in, in Newport Ritchie, which now is the home of every meth lab in Florida.
2: No, no, I was just drawing an analogy about here up in, Flor- uh, up in Buffalo, when you have a flooded basement, you lose everything. Right. Well, down in Florida, they don't have basements. No, they don't. Uh, but hence... After a hurricane, people are losing all their household items, But I,
1: but, you know? I, but in 2022, after a hurricane, I wonder how difficult it is going to be for people to find contractors to come in to do the cleanup work. Because, as you know, there's a lot of people in Florida who are senior citizens. I mean, if you say mold is gold in uh, the villages, I believe they say old is gold. Ha-ha. But um, <laughs> you know, trying try to find anybody to do anything anymore is tough enough
2: yeah um it reminds me and also now uh what's it's called i I called it and I cl- I called it uh, what did I say i I said it was the blue roof blues because after a hurricane when you drive through the cities, if they didn't get a new if they didn't get a new roof put on within the last fifteen fifteen years maybe you know because if you have a new roof, uh, we had three tab uh fiberglass shingles one year old nothing happened. But the entire townhouse complex uh, there where I resided, all 160 homes, they lost a the roof. Oh. Everybody had their own. So, hence... All the roofs were tarped with blue tarps, and that's why I call it the Blue Roof Blues. <laughs> I was thinking about writing a song called Blue Roof Blues. John, anyway. you're
1: a wealth you're a wealth of information. Tell tell me this because one of my questions uh, as we move on is going to be if if you moved to Florida or you have people who've moved to Florida and you wanted to talk Buffalonians out of moving to Florida, what would you say?
2: not talk to Buddy Shula. <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. I don't know if I could have said that on the air. Um, no, because he, he's a Floridian now, okay, and he loves Florida, and he's a Buffalo guy, too. Um, did I just lose you?
1: No, no. I See, I, I love Florida, but I, I also recognize that there is no paradise on earth and that every place has its things that you don't like. Uh, but, I, I mean, I don't particularly like the government of New York State. I think it's horrible. Uh, but okay. the people in Western New York, I think, on balance, are friendlier than, than the people in Florida.
2: Okay, yeah, I'll answer. I didn't mean to talk about Buddy, but he's a, he's a dear friend of mine. I love him. He's a gem of a guy. Okay, so here you go. I would 100% rather be in a snowstorm, 20 feet snow, have no electricity for a week than experience any hurricane, okay? No matter what. The snow melts, boom, it's over, you know? You get your electricity back. But there... You lose your roof. You lose your, you know, all your, your, your landscapes gone. The tree power. The, oh, by the way, Gene and Francis, the first day, it was what was another another uh, uh, interesting thing that I keep in my mind is the National Guard. They were there policing the streets because of, of course, because, uh, you know, when, when you don't have uh, any kind of electricity, a lot of crime. Yeah. yeah, of course, at, gonna, at, this point, at this
1: point, at this point in 2022, gonna, all law enforcement's going to do is, hey, please don't loot. No, we're not going to yeah. do anything if you do, but please don't do that. You'll
2: hear about it tomorrow. You'll hear about it tomorrow. You know, and they'll be coming
1: up from Miami. They'll be coming up
2: from Miami looking for opportunities, vulnerable neighborhoods. Wow. They'll be coming up. I mean, I don't want to go negative, but or dark. But that's-
1: well, no, that's if that's what happens, that's what happens. Uh, I, John, it's been uh, it's been a really cool call. Uh, you, you kind, of, I feel like you really put us in the picture. And for a moment there, I was transported to Port St. Lucie, Florida.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they call it the Treasure Coast too, because all those shipwrecks uh, over there off the coast. So, and all, you know, then hence the Gold Coast, uh, Gold Coast, a little bit farther north. And uh, well, anyway, welcome back. I'm glad you're back, safe and sound. And I love your station. I love, I love your talk show. Oh, you
1: John, up. you're you're a good a good man of dubious taste and discernment. But I thank you, I thank you kindly.
2: Yeah, all right. Stay well, man. Have all a great right, day every day, no matter what. Bye, bye.
1: That's a great, that's a classic call right there. That is one of the best calls ever. Okay. Can, can you, can you guys do better than that? I don't think so, but you can try. 803 0930 star 930 1 616 WBEN. Karen is in Clearwater, Florida. And uh, Karen, welcome. You're on WBEN in Buffalo. What are you doing listening to a Buffalo station right now?
3: Well, we just can't leave Buffalo. We have to have Tom Bowerly with us all the time here, us Buffalonians that are in clear water. But greetings from uh, my family room as I look outside to the palm trees blowing around and the gusting winds and the rain that has not stopped um, since uh, actually last night. Um, but it, we're expecting a higher gust, but um I just wanted to call and tell you something that's a little unique um, in this particular area. Um, as you know, the um, Tampa Bay area has um, the Tampa Bay itself um, at the foot of Kennedy Boulevard. Uh, all the water has been virtually sucked out of the bay, leaving the floor bare. I mean, it's, it's the uh, Tampa Bay. You can walk right out on that. Really? To Madeira Beach. Yeah. And it's basically due to the fact that the hurricane winds obviously go in a counterclockwise motion. Now, at this point, because the direction of the hurricane is going north-northeast, that is actually pulling the water out, drawing it out. The second time this has happened, the last hurricane it did as well, uh, about six years ago. Uh, Very uh, unusual, but that also um, was at low tide. So it was um, additionally another two feet below low tide. So that's why all the water is out. Now that is going to change uh, as the hurricane progresses further north. Uh, obviously, we passed um, with the additional rains and wind, and the wind direction will change. It will then push it back in. Uh, currently, the, um, the police are allowing some uh, residents to return home to some of the barrier islands at this point in time. However, I'll tell you, the gusts are pretty significant. Um, here in uh, St. Petersburg, uh, the gusts are currently. Uh, 60 miles an hour those are the wind gusts um, in Clearwater they're not quite as bad as of yet but they're again we're a little bit further north of St. Pete yeah but you're depends.
1: only you're only talking yeah. about you're only talking about a handful of miles there between St. Pete and Clearwater um uh, Karen hold on if uh, if you could okay uh Josh can we put her on hold uh, all right, guys, we're, we're talking about the hurricane and all kinds of things related to it. I, I can't give you a specific topic right now, but various things pop into my mind. Just, for example, um, on Sunday before the game, we were swimming in the waters off of Fort Lauderdale, and I don't know if it was related to what was being churned up elsewhere by the hurricane conditions, but we got socked in with seaweed and an invasion of jellyfish, and I was able to get out of the water and escape the clutches of these things, Without any injury whatsoever, um, Mrs. Nerd actually did not. She's still down there in the water somewhere, but they'll find her eventually. It is. now she's all right. It's uh, three twenty-seven and News Radio nine thirty W B E N.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: Back from Florida. It's uh, Bowerly with you on News Radio 930 WBEN. And we are uh, doing the. Uh uh, we're doing, well, hurricane stuff, and I'll get some specifics out to you when I need to, but I want to get right to the calls because I hate keeping people on hold longer than I have to. 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben Now, Karen is in Clearwater, Florida, so she is north of where the hurricane is making landfall, but nonetheless, not exactly a day for sunbathing in Clearwater, The uh, uh, rain is lashing uh, around her property, the wind is blowing, and what else do you have for us there, Karen?
3: Well, actually, um, the winds you know, the gusts kind of continue um, every once in a while. You get a real big gust. Um, we're, we're kind of, um, when I said this, the whole area here, it's kind of a little bit of a lull every once in a while. And then once again, it, it, it begins uh, all over again. We're going to, we're, um, the whole neighborhood is pretty much has stayed here. Although I am in an evacuation B um, area, and technically I should have evacuated. But uh, it's, it have been through this uh, before, so. It's not my first uh, hurricane. Uh, but, uh, you know, you take precautions um, You lower the water in the pool so it doesn't flood. That's one of our biggest concerns is even our yards flooding and whether or not the water is going to creep up. Um, for the most part, we've had so much rain over the last few um, actually last uh, couple of weeks. Um, and it's taken a long time for that to even go away. So it's going to be uh, rough uh, having this uh, soaked to the ground as well. Um The worst is yet to come. There's no question about that. Um, The Skyway Bridge has been closed. Um, The bridge, uh, State Road uh, 60 over to Clearwater uh, Beach has been closed. Uh, And um, we're just kind of basically waiting. um, The the biggest thing that uh, I dread uh, and the dreaded words are power outage. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Do you have – now, you you, you mentioned the Sunshine Skyway. That connects St. Petersburg with Sarasota.
3: It does indeed. And
1: that's the one that – the the old one is still standing. People use it to well kill themselves and for fishing. Uh, but they they built uh, the new one after the boat uh, rammed into it in the nineteen seventies. But the um, uh, the situation with the power going out. Do you guys have a backup generator?
3: Um, you know what? I'm a single lady. I, I I need to get one, and I I keep saying this, and you know it's you always say at the last minute, but. Um, Actually, it is, it's it's a necessity. Um, they uh, either run on natural gas here or propane, obviously. Um, and, but there aren't a lot of natural gas sources here in this particular area in Clearwater and St. Petersburg. It's, it's very limited. Um, I, I will say that Sarasota uh, is without power. My daughter lives there, so they are out of power and they're just about an hour south of where I live. So uh, that that's a, a big concern. Once the power goes, we'll never know when that is going to return. You know, it's kind of like a blizzard in uh, Buffalo.
1: <laughs> yeah, or, or the October surprise storm, which I referenced back in 2006. Uh, my neighborhood was out of power for, for a long time. I was one of the last... We I, I was ground zero of the October 2006 storm where I live. Um, it was the worst there, so I can definitely relate with what you are going through, but, you know... We live in an era where if you call your homeowner's insurance company, the representatives are going to be remote working from home. The hold times trying to do business with anybody uh, over the past couple of years have gotten ridiculous. And then let's just say that your house is damaged and you got to file a claim with homeowners or just get a contractor in there, even if you pay out of pocket. I, I cannot imagine the waiting list and time is of the essence in getting your house dry.
3: Good luck. That's all I can say. And I'll tell you, in the state of Florida, unfortunately, uh, there are so many uh, uh, insurance companies who have pulled up and just left and no, are no longer in business, which is really posing quite a problem to um, us residents uh, who have a single family uh, dwelling. And uh, a lot of the insurance companies are now um, dropping their um, their, uh, um their what coverage? Um, uh, coverage. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, for uh, homeowners, uh, if they have a roof that is older than fifteen years of age. Luckily, I put a new roof on my home, which I am good. But for that, but they will give you a very short window of uh, notice and uh, tell you that, as of such and such a date, you will no longer be covered and i 'll tell you it 's very difficult to find coverage uh, for homeowners insurance, and it is expensive I mean, we have a lot of great things here in the state of Florida, we love our governor, we love our politics we, and and it 's a great place to live, uh, but um, there uh, that, that's that 's the thing that really is um Expensive. It's
1: expensive. It is expensive. Well, I I am I'm, I may be wearing a DeSantis 2024 Make America Florida T-shirt today. Oh, uh, goodie! I may be wearing one of those.
3: Uh,
1: I thank you, uh, Karen, very much for the phone call. Good to hear from you.
3: My pleasure, indeed. Thank
1: you, Tom. Thank, Thank you. Uh, just long story short, guys. Without delineating each specific topic, we're basically doing hurricane-related stuff, and I'm following this very closely because I just got back from Florida. We left. Uh, I, I actually I was supposed to fly back today, and I told Wenger. Um, Yesterday, I said, hey, if you want me to come in tomorrow, I might as well, because I'm not doing anything else. I don't have any doctor's appointments or anything I need to get to, so here I sit. And I'm actually glad I did, because Joe Beamer ended up uh, covering for most of David Bellavia's show, or a good part of David Bellavia's show. He's in Florida, got knocked offline, and... Uh, um, the Joe Beamer was uh, here to sit in, as uh, was the uh, as was the contingency plan. Just like David sat in for me when we did the gun rally in Albany back in 2013, I believe it was. We were afraid that I was going to lose cell phone coverage, and as more and more people gathered in Albany, that's exactly what happened. So thank God David was here uh, minding the store because I couldn't. I I kept on getting knocked off. Uh, let's go. Sounds like a mob thing, but it's not. 803-0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN. 930 eight hundred six one 616 is uh, Leanne in Buffalo. Leanne, uh, tell us a story.
4: Hey, Tom. Hi. So I am over in Hoover Beach, and I've experienced three major storms the last three years in Hoover Beach. Um, all three, FEMA was involved. And um, we had a little bit of a silver lining So instead of paying to live in an apartment while the house was being rehabbed, we bought a house in Marco Island.
1: Oh, Leanne's got some money.
4: (laughs) So currently, um, our neighbors are holed up on our second floor of our house in Marco Island. They didn't want to evacuate. And um, we've been watching our neighborhood is just completely underwater. Um, And people say, why are you so calm? But I think after you've been through a major flood, having Lake Erie wash over the roof of your house, I mean, it's terrifying, those Hoover Beach storms, and you lose everything, and you have to start back over, you realize, you know what, those items and objects don't matter. As long as you have your family, your friends, your neighbors, your pets, it's all going to work out in the end.
1: Well, uh, it it does take a while, though, for things to get back to that state of uh, Absolutely. of equilibrium. Absolutely. So when when you say you're watching what's happening at your house, do you have like a ring camera or security cameras that you can tune into?
4: Well, unfortunately, um, all the power is off, but we have a lot of, you know, friends sending pictures and different apps that we've been able to, you know, take a look. And that's a very tight neighborhood, a very close island. So the folks that are there really look out for each other. Um, so we've been able to see things. And also, you know, my neighbor said, hey, do you mind if I onboard your house and go up into the second floor? <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's not going to be a pretty situation, that's for sure.
1: So I'm, I'm trying to imagine, I think maybe people listening are trying to imagine, here you are in Buffalo. You've got a beautiful house on Marco Island, Florida, which is being, I'm sure, damaged tremendously as we speak. How does it work after the storm in the cleanup phase? What are you? What What is your little list of things to do after the storm is out of there?
4: Well, the most important thing we've learned we've found an independent insurance adjuster that we like to work with that advocates for you because if not, you're not going to get that help. So you know, we kind of have learned the system and to stay calm. And I purchase everything and I live with everything knowing that I may not have it. Same with Hoover Beach. So I really, you know, pared down and go with minimal items and don't invest a lot in things. And let's face it, I'm not, the, the beauty of Florida will be back. And I think that's why so many of us are optimistic. We love living there. Uh, We love the infrastructure. We love the government there. You know, it's very, very well organized. And, you know, it will be back. But it is an uncomfortable thing. I've gone through it again three years in a row on Hoover Beach. Mm. And the first time I was devastated. And then I just kind of have learned. And less is more. You know, if you come to my house, I don't even think I have dinner plates. I use all paper <laughs> and a picnic table because we know that it may not be there tomorrow. We're enjoying the landscape. We're enjoying the water. And this is sometimes the price you have to pay.
1: Well, that's I mean, look, what you're talking about is called a minimalist way of living um, as, as clutter free as possible. I'm somewhat envious of that can never seem to find the energy or the time to declutter as much as I'd like. But I um uh, I, I'm just. I'm thinking about your your beautiful house on Marco Island, and uh, you know you say that the beauty will be back, and that that's something too that uh, I think we need to point out. When and again, I hate to keep going back to this, but October of 2006, our October surprise storm. There was a lot of concern over, oh, will the trees come back after the storm? Will the trees come back? And the truth be told, a few months later, the following spring in uh, 2007, you never would have known there was a storm, and there was all this panic about the trees, the trees. that... Well, you fly over Williamsville now, and you'd never know we got hit uh, You know, back in 2006. You could have flown over in 2007 and never known.
4: Yes. Mother Nature hurts in ways like this, but she also heals in other ways. So, you know, it's just going to take a lot of patience and endurance, and it's not easy. Um, I'm sure I, I don't even want to see the actual <laughs> aftermath, But it's just one of those things, and you just keep it moving, and, um, you know, it's life, and it stinks. My dad's in a nursing home in the center of Naples right now, Uh. and um, he, yeah, all of his caretakers, they're Cuban, they're Haitian, they're not even blinking an eye. This is easier to them than bullets, you know, like, that's what they say. They've been through so much worse, and, I mean, that's an ideal caretaker For an elderly person, because they're keeping him calm. Um, Plus, I think the Cuban ladies are pretty, uh, and the Haitians, I think they're pretty good looking. He sent me some pictures. (laughs) He's probably stuck in a stairwell somewhere with them. But, you know, the safe has been very helpful um, because of their insight. You know, the thing is, when you live so long for one place, in one place, you can sometimes lose. you know, a true idea of what life is really about. And so when you get people from different backgrounds, you learn a lot from them too. And that's what's happening down there.
1: Yeah, very uh actually very very interesting and uh, some of the friendliest people we ran into uh, over the weekend were people from uh Brazil and uh, Colombia who uh, had yeah. had moved to to South Florida uh, and they were they were uh, actually quite terrific. I, I thank you uh, very very much, Leanne. I hope your house uh, gets uh, gets by without too much uh, issue and uh you you can call again if something develops later on.
4: Absolutely. Take care. Thanks for the show. Great show as always.
1: All right, love. Thank you. Uh, Leanne in uh, Buffalo. And, again, it's it's all things hurricane, and I've got some specific topics that I've been asking about, but you guys have been kind of filling up the line, so I'd rather let you talk than just keep on saying, well, here's what we're talking about, and then go through everything. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben Had some great calls so far today. Thank you very much for that. Uh, here is uh, Tom in uh, Cheekto, except Bill Mason. Here is uh, Tom in Cheekto, Tom, you're on WBEN. Poor Bill, we abuse him recklessly on. On this show what's up thomas hi tom uh
5: hey my daughter is a sheriff deputy down in uh, lee county in florida yes sir and she's uh kind of locked up in that command center down there and i get texts uh she texts me every so often as far as uh, what's going on but and uh, her former husband has the kids at his house and they uh they didn't uh they didn't leave. They're, they're they're bunkered down in their own house and I'm kind of afraid of a afraid for, you know, their safety, but they text me and they say everything's cool, but
1: uh Well the the I command worry. I still worry about it. Absolutely, sure, the the command center I've got to presume is properly uh, fortressed against incursions by Mother Nature. But as far as your grandkids are concerned, is there a reason why they didn't bail out? Because when we were down there, I thought to myself, if I was doing the show from Florida and I knew this hurricane was coming, I would have gotten the hell out of there because um, I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to run into a problem.
5: Well, my son-in-law figures it's his house is safer than where he went the last time they had a hurricane. So, <laughs> I I text him every so often, and he says everything's still okay. So,
1: well, you know. do they? Just out of curiosity, Tom, do they have a a backup generator at their house? Yes, they do. And they it is it. it's powered with propane or natural gas. I believe it's propane. And have they ever had to use it? The reason I asked Tom, I know some people who are thinking about getting a backup uh, a generator, and, and they're not sure if they can justify the expense versus the use they're going to get out of it.
5: Well, down in Florida, uh, every so often you get the hurricanes, and they, they use it more often than we might use it up here in Buffalo. I mean, as far as snow and stuff like that.
1: So where where are they staying in the house? Is there one room that they've got that is their hurricane command center at home? Because, see, this is why, and I'm ignorant about hurricanes other than what I've read and what I see on TV, why I would like to experience one is I'd like to have the firsthand knowledge of what it is like to experience a hurricane so I could share that with people instead of getting it secondhand from you guys.
5: Well, he has... Uh Several rooms were. Uh, well, what what he did was he put all these uh, corrugated uh, shutters up on his house, and uh, he experienced uh, some hurricanes before, and they held up pretty good. So he feels safer with staying at home with uh, with those shutters up. So.
1: Well, still though, I mean, your your daughter and he are divorced. They're your grandkids, and uh, obviously you've got every <laughs> you've got every right to be concerned as every grandfather should be. And I, I hope things work out well for you. What is your daughter saying about what's? I presume she's basically doing twenty four seven shifts. What is she saying about what's going on down there, uh, law enforcement wise?
5: Well, whenever they get an emergency call, they they get in their Humvees or whatever they have to do, and uh, Uh, respond to the emergency but uh, their their command center is built like a fortress you know they they're safer than safer than uh she's you know i i I don't know how to explain it but they're safe
1: excellent Excellent. i'm I'm very very happy to hear that has she expressed any concern about uh, post-storm looting
5: They've experienced that before. Uh, I've been down there years ago and before Char- uh, Hurricane Charlie hit, and uh, uh, there was quite a bit of looting then. So I, I can imagine it's, it's going to happen again. You know.
1: Yeah. See, I'm a Neanderthal, but uh, I think looters should be shot on sight. Exactly. Best way to prevent oh. that. Uh, you see some bodies stacked up. You think twice about uh, that flat-screen TV you want. Uh, thank you very much, Tom. I appreciate hearing from you. Thank you very much, Tom. Bye-bye. And if you're just uh, joining us, welcome to the show. Uh, we're focused in on hurricane-related stuff because a lot of us have connections uh, to Florida. I just, I literally just got back from Florida. I wasn't even supposed to be on the air today, but I figured uh, when I was talking to Wenger yesterday – or maybe It might have even been Monday night. I, You know what? I lose track of days, as you well know. But I said, hey, I'm going to be back, so as long as I'm back, I might as well just come into work on Wednesday because I mean, there's only so many times I can just sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day. Um, although it is nice to have a few days to yourself and uh, just uh, chill and unwind. I'd much rather be here with you guys. You going to believe that? All right. I- I'd much rather be here with you guys. I actually would be because sometimes it gets kind of boring. But anyway...